would like to bring this meeting to order. Her bellow was enough to end conversation and bring everyone's attention in her direction. Margaret forced a smile, one that made it look as if she was doing us all a favor for even being here, and then clapped her hands together. So, I know you're all probably wondering why I called this meeting, she started. And Tilly says it's because you crave attention and think it gives you power, Clove supplied helpfully. Clove? Terry shook his head in admonishment. Don't make things worse. And don't make this meeting last one second longer than it has to, Thistle added. They're showing a Charlie Brown Christmas tonight. If you make me miss it, I'll make you eat the dirt in Mom's kitchen plant. Hmm, that's on tonight? I was torn. On one hand, irritating Margaret was always entertaining. If Clove interrupting her resulted in a frustrated Margaret, the world would be a better place thanks to the girl's efforts. On the other hand, who doesn't love a Charlie Brown Christmas? I was just repeating what Aunt Tilly said. Clove jutted out her lower lip and folded her arms across her chest, earning a warning look from Margaret. Let's just see what she has to say, I said after a beat. Hopefully she won't be long-winded. Since when isn't she long-winded? Thistle challenged. Good point. Margaret scalded me with a dark look as she ran her tongue over her lips. My presence at the meeting had to be driving her insane. That's the only reason I agreed to attend when Winnie suggested it. Are you done talking? Margaret asked pointedly. For now, I adopted a faux sweet tone. You may continue, Margaret. Margaret's expression promised future mayhem, which was good because I'm often bored during the long winter months in northern lower Michigan but she refused to engage in a public battle when she was supposed to be the voice of reason. I knew that, which was exactly why I always tried to goad her into a public battle. Just for the record, I never want to be thought of as the voice of reason. Earlier today, I was contacted by a representative from the Longfellow Juvenile Detention Home, Margaret explained. As everyone is probably aware, the facility is located about 35 minutes away in Gaylord. It burned to the ground last night. A low murmur rippled through the crowd, and for the first time since entering City Hall, I was officially interested in what Margaret had to say. That right there was a Christmas miracle. It seems that they only have placements for a small number of the teenagers who were being housed there. They want us to open our homes to some of them. The way Margaret wrinkled her nose made it clear how she felt about the suggestion. I had numerous conversations with the representatives, and I explained why I wasn't comfortable with having a bunch of trouble youths in Walkerville. I mean, our residents must take priority, right? That didn't stop them from asking for help. Apparently, they must be desperate. What's the problem? I spoke before I realized I was going to do it. It wasn't just that I knew my opinion would irritate Margaret. No, really, I also couldn't quite wrap my brain around Margaret's stance. They're kids. They've lost their home right before Christmas. Why wouldn't we want to help? They're not kids, Margaret shot back, her temper flaring. They're hoodlums. A few of the women sitting close to the front of the room nodded as they bent their heads together. They clearly agreed with Margaret. 
I believe anyone who agrees with Margaret must be brain damaged, or just outright evil. So I opted to dig my heels in. I still don't understand, I pressed. They're kids. They're kids who have been arrested. Not for violent crimes, though, right? I looked to Terry for confirmation. Terry nodded. The kids who are in that facility are there because most of them come from troubled homes, he said. They've gotten into general mischief and the like. Some vandalism and maybe a stolen car here or there. But that's not the reason they're in the home. They're in the home because their parents either couldn't or wouldn't take care of them. I don't think calling them hoodlums is exactly fair. And what do you know about the situation? Margaret challenged. Just what I've heard through my position as a police officer. You know, where I investigate crimes.